Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of First Gen Failures. We're excited to see you again. So today we're going to address a topic that I think should be taught in schools. It's so important, especially for children who grew up being gifted through all of elementary school and middle school. They were like, oh, don't worry. Like, you're so gifted. Like, you're just so good at everything. And then you hit high school and all of a sudden it's hard to catch up. You have to learn a very important skill that a lot of us don't learn at an early age. And today we're going to be talking about that skill as well as stress management. So on this episode, we're talking about how to study and manage your stress. So as high school seniors, we can't say that we're living in stress-free bliss. We have college apps, some people worrying about SAT, and we've packed our schedules pretty tightly. But after four years of rigorous AP and IB courses, overflowing schedules, we have a couple tips that may help you out. So the first topic we're going to be talking about is how to study. And one of my biggest tips is to learn actively. Don't just write words on the paper you don't understand. Just because your teacher has her set notes doesn't mean you have to write exactly what the teacher writes. Write them in your own words. Don't highlight everything and call it a day. Annotate. Summarize, regurgitate information. Take notes that remind you of the connections you make in a classroom to help you fully understand it. I know that Eileen does this a lot. So for example, if a teacher starts telling a story that's at least somewhat relevant in the middle of a lecture, I'll make a little drawing in the margin that will remind me of it and help me recall that information. So for example, if my teacher was talking about a DNA molecule and then she started talking about like a stairwell or something, then I might draw a little a little stairwell to help remind me of the story that she told in the middle of that lecture and later on that will help me understand the information and recall it so much better because the notes actually mean something to me I'm not just writing down exactly the same words that she put down on the board or the page or whatever our next very important study tip is to learn while you learn what do we mean by this What we mean is to study a lecture or notes right after the class ends and don't tell yourself that you'll try to understand it later. If my teacher just gave me that lecture on the DNA where I drew the little stairwell, when I get home or when I'm on the bus or as soon as possible, I'm going to review that information. Make sure the topic is completely clear to you after every lesson, even if you may not remember every necessary detail. Make sure that you at least understand the basics. This is especially the case in STEM classes. You will understand the concept way better if you just heard it explained to you. So patch up any of those weak spots before you move on with your week. Do not leave it over the weekend. Or maybe you'll be like, oh, I'm just going to relearn this when I have a test or quiz, right? No, I do that all the time. Sometimes in bio when I don't understand what I'm learning, I'm like, okay, it's whatever. I'll just look at my notes later and I'll understand it perfectly. I'll watch a YouTube video. I'm telling you right now, it doesn't work out. Because I spend double the amount of time trying to figure out and learn stuff that I really could have learned in like 10 minutes if I just studied and asked someone questions beforehand, right after my class. But since I left it, maybe like a four or five, even a week of a gap, I didn't really learn. The time that you lost between those days will make it even more confusing to you. So don't wait because you know that you're going to get assessed on this topic otherwise your teacher probably wouldn't be teaching it to you so start just review those notes get them ingrained in your head get the concepts really crystallized in your brain and another important thing ask a ton of questions asking questions is a form of studying in and of itself 
While you're reviewing a topic, try to break it down to its absolute bare bones and do not ignore the questions that pop up as you study material. Write it down to ask friends, teachers, Google, whoever. But a question is like a missing link to your understanding of a topic and finding that missing link can only benefit you in your learning. When we ask questions, we are thinking more deeply about a subject. We are delving into it so much more deeply and we are just understanding it to such a whole new level. So don't ignore the questions that naturally pop up as you're studying material. I used to do that a lot. And I, and sometimes on the test, I was like, ah, like if I just if I just found the answer to that question that I had the second it popped up or just remembered to look it up eventually, it would have done me so much good. I totally agree. And Going back to like biology class, that's one of my hardest classes. I don't really understand it that well. And I would be so scared to ask my teacher questions because no one else had questions in that class or maybe everyone was scared to ask them too. As soon as I got home, I annoyed Eileen so much. <laughs> I would ask her the dumbest questions and she knows this. But honestly, like asking questions helped me understand it so much better. If you're scared to ask a teacher, ask a friend. It doesn't matter. All you have to do is learn and that's what's most important. And the next tip we have is always try to understand opposed to memorize. Sometimes you're going to have to memorize things like dates for a history class. Space repetition and active recall are key to memorizing such things. If you don't know what these skills are, we'll link some sources in the description. But basically, there's a forgetting curve that your mind follows. If you took psych, you probably know what we're talking about. Google a picture to see what we mean. In order to prevent information from leaving your brain, one should space out their study sessions of a topic in increasing intervals. So if you learn something in class, maybe review it the next day, and then again after two days, and maybe again after four. This space repetition is proven to strengthen how well you remember material. Yeah, that's really important, right? We learn in psychology class spaced repetition and active recall. Those are the two basic fundamentals of memorization and understanding. So we went over the spaced repetition, but now let's go over what active recall is. You've probably heard of this. It's always more effective than recognition. Think about it. Is it harder for you to remember the word given the definition or the definition given the word? Learn more actively by recalling, either in writing or verbally, a concept instead of just recognizing it. You may be looking over a diagram before a quiz and say, yeah, I know all this. But when you're asked to actually name each part, you stumble because you didn't actually recall it. You just recognized that it was there. Practicing the quote-unquote harder way makes these topics way more foolproof in your mind and more likely to stick. So for me personally, if, I, if I'm ever going over like words for a vocabulary quiz or something, other than, you know, writing my own sentences for it, trying to put it into a concept that I'll fully understand, I will try to look at the word and give the definition as opposed to just look at the definition and give the word because that is much easier than trying to give the full definition and really describe what you've learned verbally or by writing it down. By hearing these tips, you might think, I don't have to do this. It's just going to take time out of my day. But most of you guys are going to be going to college and pursuing higher education. And for these things, you're going to have to learn study tips one way or the other. High school can only take you so far, the finesse of high school. So establishing these study tips will do you nothing but good in the long run. I feel like that is a really important tip. In high school, you can often, a lot of times, get away with the, just regurgitating the information, right? Like you just regurgitate it. You don't actually digest it. Sorry to use such weird words, but you, you know what I mean? Like you don't fully understand the information. You're just kind of spitting it back out on a test or quiz and getting the grade handed back to you. That's not really going to fly when you're trying to get a degree later on. So it's good to try and figure out how to study now. 
especially in college when you're taking classes that are dedicated to your major and what you want to do you're gonna have to remember those things most of the time you're taking classes that you want to take so establish those study habits they're not going to do you anything but good so those mm-hmm. are just a little detour from our study tips but our next big tip is to take breaks that don't involve screens or studying these are meant to be mental and physical breaks so stretch walk around get some tea get some snacks smell the roses don't scroll on tiktoks for five minutes you know it was actually 20 minutes thanks i mean yeah no problem <laughs> and call, don't call that a break that's not a break you're supposed to let your brain mentally reset without stimulation so that you can get back to studying at you know your 100 percent effort you don't have to or you shouldn't just clog it with more information that it doesn't need. Take those breaks and use them wisely. Oh, I do that all the time. Like when I'm in school and I'm like, okay, like time for a break from my homework that I do on my laptop, I open up Netflix or I open up YouTube or I go on TikTok. Like it's still a screen. So mentally you feel like you haven't taken a break. Honestly, I recommend like getting some water this I definitely experienced the difference between these two types of breaks very recently. I used to always just when I logged off of school, I would hop on my bed, hop on YouTube, put a one hour timer before I started studying again. And that just wasn't a break. When that one hour was over, I was just so dreadful and like, ugh, I don't want to like a little zombie sleeping on a bed. Don't do that. Instead, what I've started doing is taking like a 15 to 20 minute walk outside with my sister. And when I come back inside, I feel so much more energized and ready to actually work because I've really taken a break instead of just another activity that also included a screen. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like you took out some great 10 minute yoga plans or a 10 minute workout. So doing those even may make you feel a little more productive in your breaks. It might even make you feel good. I know I do those like during lunch breaks or something, or if our teacher isn't doing anything, I'll do like a 10 minute yoga session, roll up my yoga mat, and honestly makes me feel a lot better about myself. So a next tip we have for you is to work on your weaknesses. If a class or topic or even the skill is difficult for you, pounce on it. For me, I love history and English. I love the liberal arts. So that's all I'll do. I love studying and researching, writing essays. That's just what I'm good at. I hate math and science. So you know what I'll do? I'll leave the math and science homework till Sunday. And that really sucks. For me, I can expect to spend double the amount of time I would on bio than any other class because it's just, the concepts just don't make sense to me sometimes. But what I should be doing is spending my time maybe on Friday or Saturday doing biology work. So maybe it takes longer to understand it, but I'll be better off because it's my weakness. So those were our study tips. We hope that they weren't too, you know, basic, like make flashcards, use Quizlet. Like we hope that that actually kind of helped you out a little bit and wasn't a complete waste of your time. But now we're going to move on to stress management. How do you prevent stress instead of treating it? Burnout is real. I say it happens all the time, especially with the school we go to. People take the most challenging classes. Eileen, I know you do this a lot. Tell me about it. So I still struggle with the burnout. I'm my senior year. I've been going to like hard school for like, what, four years, and I still struggle with burnout. I tend to work at like 110% for a week and then crash by the end of it to the point where it seems impossible for me to even pick up a pencil. Don't do this. The world doesn't stop just because you're burnt out. So don't let yourself get to that point. Take breaks regularly. Work for endurance, not speed in your work. It's better to be able to pump out more work over a longer period of time as opposed to doing 
one assignment in a flash and then not being able to do anything else. So take those healthy breaks. I cannot even explain the degree to which like this burnout just like takes me. Like it, I just can't do anything. I can't imagine even going downstairs to get a cup of water. Like I can I can't move. So try to not do that. Prevent that burnout. A good way to do that is to try and switch up the environments that you work in. This really stimulates your brain and you will not get too bored being more focused on what you learn. Personally, I can't work in the same environment for more than a week at a time, obviously, because I'm going to get burnt out. So usually on Saturdays, I transition to my dining table for a day as a kind of reset, especially because coffee shops and libraries are not really an option right now. Another way to prevent stress is organization. We say this a lot, but like really, it's so important. It's worth mentioning over and over again. Planners, notebooks, calendars, reminders, the whole shebang. No one assignments are due. Especially online school, I can't tell you how many times, literally Friday, I think, I had a 30-page like note to do for history. And what did I do? I forgot about them. 8 o'clock, I woke up, and I was like, oh, these are due at 940. I flew through them. I was so stressed. I was like, how did you do this? Like, How did you not remember? Please stay organized. You don't need to buy something. If you have a laptop, put stuff on a Word doc, sticky notes, paper, whatever you can do. Your phone. It doesn't matter. Also, plan to do homework with a study buddy even over the weekend to have something to look forward to this keeps both people accountable and you will not procrastinate on things like trisha recently just told me hey eileen i know you hate english let's just do this packet together like it's she said that you can work on it with each other let's just work on this english packet together and then now she's keeping me accountable now i can't procrastinate on it because we've set a date we've set a time that we're going to work on this together so we have to do it Try to keep each other accountable like this and do homework with the study buddy so that you're A, keeping on track with your assignments, and B, not as stressed about it because you have someone going through it with you. Yeah, I think that a study buddy is one of the main reasons like I probably survived high school. Like when it became the week a time for the weekend. And sometimes you don't have time to like hang out with your friends, or maybe you have too much work or you procrastinated. Well, having study buddies is a good way to hang out with a friend and get stuff done. This next tip is something that I really had trouble working on. Remember to take it one subject or one class at a time. Sometimes it's the weekend and you made your to-do list with all the work you have, every test and quiz next week, all the study guides, all the packets, all the homework, and you get overwhelmed. I'm the biggest proponent of this. I do this all the time. But focus on the work you have to do for one class. Move it for a period, second period. Get all the work done for each class first instead of the overarching amount of homework you have to do in a day. This really helps me compartmentalize and work on homework effectively without being stressed because being stressed does nothing for you. Write to-do lists, but also take it one step at a time, right? So don't throw everything on yourself at once. Schedule out what you're going to do. Again, that's another part of organization. Make it easy for yourself. You don't have to make life so hard for yourself. Just make it easy. And that is the best way to prevent stress, in my opinion, is just make it easier and make it more comfortable. Make it more comfortable to do things. Stress is something you put upon yourself. And learning that through a high school has made me a more focused person. When I realized that there were easy ways to prevent it, it made me have better grades. It made my work ethic a lot better. So that was our episode on how to study and manage your stress. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. You can follow us on Instagram at FirstGenFailures. You can listen to our podcast on any platform like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, all of these. You can find us on anchor.fm slash FirstGenFailures. Thank you so much for listening to our episode today, and we hope to see you guys next week. So bye-bye.